0: media team are we are we good to go? Wow. Amen yeah. all right well, welcome guys we're so glad you're here uh, we're going to get started with worship and i'm glad to be back with you this week. Wow. I spared you all my uh horrifying voice last week. I had lost it for like literally six days. Um, I was whispering in the meetings we had this week it was it was not great but um God is good. So, yeah, let's just go to him, and and we'll pray and get started. And Lord, we ask that you would fill our hearts with thankfulness this morning as we just reflect on your faithfulness. We reflect on the things that you've done for us. We reflect in this season of gratefulness and um, just being aware of all that you do for us on a daily basis, the things that we don't even notice Every breath we take, Lord, we just want to thank you for it. Every um, moment that we get to spend with our family and our friends and our loved ones, we just want to thank you for it. Every time we get to worship you in this place and in our homes, we just thank you for it. Thank you for the freedom that we get to do that with. Lord, we just want to lift up all the situations in the world, all the turmoil. Jesus all of the um, heartache and the terrorism Lord that's going on and in the Middle East and these other issues that are happening we just lift them up to you we surrender to you Lord we trust that you are the defender of Israel we know that you are the God who chose Israel and we just honor that we honor um, your word where it says in the Psalms who blesses Israel will be blessed and Um, We just choose to do that this morning. So we agree with all of your plans for Jerusalem. We agree with your thoughts and intentions for um, the Middle East in general, Lord, that you would just bring revelation of Jesus all over the Middle East, that they would um, see visions and, and have dreams of you and you would encounter them. Even, Lord, that you would encounter um, the the members of these terror groups, that you would encounter them in their sleep, that you would redirect these people who intend to do harm to Israel and to Jerusalem, Lord, that you would come to them and you would um, just reveal yourself. They would come to know you, that they would turn around, that they would repent, Lord, that there would be a change and a shift in the atmosphere. And so, Lord, we just thank you for all you're doing here in America. We thank you, Lord, for this country where we get to worship you freely. And thank you for all you're doing around the world. And we just want to partner with you, whatever that looks like. Lord, would you give us strategies and prayer strategies? Would you show us what it looks like to partner with what heaven's doing on earth? And we just want your kingdom to come and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And all this we pray in Jesus' name. We just pray that it would all honor and glorify you. Amen. You guys can stand and sing with us when you're ready.
1: my heart As you found me and you freed me Held back the waters for my release My night, is a guiding light to my feet Cause you found oh, me. you freed me Held back the waters from my release Oh yeah
0: Praise him. He's our firm foundation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Joe. you, faithful one. We praise you Jesus. You've never let us down, you've never failed us. There's never been a time when we walked alone. Lord in every season in lack in plenty, in freedom and captivity, in every circumstance of life, we can be content and we can be grateful because you have never failed us.
2: Great is thy faith. So
0: saying pardon for sin.
2: Thank you for singing. Great- bless your name. Lord, great is your
0: faithfulness in all the earth. Great is your faithfulness in all the earth. Lord, even the rocks will cry out. Great is your faithfulness, Jesus. Great is your faithfulness to us. You've never left us. We have never been abandoned. We've never walked alone. We've never walked alone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you hold the keys in your hand. You hold the keys to death and hell. You hold them in your hand. You have defeated every enemy that we perceive in our lives. They're already defeated by you. They're already defeated in your name. Lord, we thank you that in your name demons have to flee, that sickness has to leave, that bodies have to heal, that, Lord, our bodies have to line up with the word of God. We have to come into alignment with the word of God. I thank you that we are not sustained by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Lord, that there's nothing that we can do if the Lord doesn't build the house, the builders labor in vain. There's nothing that we can do to change tomorrow. There's nothing that we can do. We can't worry enough. We can't fret enough. We can't work hard enough to make your plan come into our lives. Lord, we just agree with what you've already said. We just agree. Just say in your heart, Lord, I agree. I agree with heaven's plan. Lord, I agree with heaven's plan over our nation, over our families, Lord, over our children, over Israel, Jerusalem. Lord, we agree with your plan, your plan for Jerusalem. Lord, we agree with your plans. We say yes and amen. We choose to be co-laborers with you this morning. We choose to co-labor in this church in Goodlitzville. We want to co-labor with you. We want to come under your yoke. We want to partner with you in what you're doing. Lord, not for our own namesake, not for our own pride or ego, feeling good about ourselves when we do something. Lord, just for your glory, for your honor, that your name would be lifted that your name will be lifted high, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. We're living to see the day that Jesus Christ is glorified in the earth above every other name. It is already so. Lord, we we declare that that day is coming when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. May we not lose sight May we not lose sight of what you're doing, what the end game is. We get so caught up in work and and kids and the different things that we do throughout the week and sports. And and Lord, may we not lose sight that we are living to see the day. We're living to see the day that your name is glorified above every other name in the earth. And that every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ Lord. Whatever that means, God, would you just give us the boldness. Give us, give us the energy and the strength. Lord, life is tiring. May we run the race with endurance, laying aside every weight, the sin that so easily ensnares, all the things that we choose to pick up and carry on our own because it feels powerful or we feel good or we feel like we can make things happen. Lord, I ask that you would build the house. You build the house. We're not going before you. We're not going before you. If you don't do it, it ain't getting done. So, Lord, thank you for strategies. Thank you for showing us how to co-labor with you in that. Without running ahead of you and without lagging behind. Lord, show us what it means to step under your yoke and walk with you. Amen.
3: Amen. And amen. Good morning, New Heights. We are so glad to see you today. We love you, and we're grateful for you being here, grateful for those that are watching online. So we are going to do some quick announcements, and then my wife's going to come up, and um, we've asked her to uh, read a decree over us this morning. So if I go to the announcements and I get this right, it'll be a lucky day. Midweek reminder, we have a potluck coming up. Uh, October 22nd. That'll be right after following the service. So if you want to bring watermelon and burgers, it's going to be warm, probably like 90 degrees, so no, right? 67. So bring chili, crock pot, your gloves, and your hat. Uh, October 21st, don't forget our youth meet and greet. Uh, will be 5 to 8 p.m., so get the word out, invite your friends from school, and students and uh friends of your family, relatives, um that's going to be a great time uh as they get ready to launch this new program and then Saturday November 11th we have a men's event coming up and it's sort of like the colonel's secret recipe nobody knows the ingredients but it's supposed to be a lot of loud noise that's all i was told um we have T-shirts that are going to be on sale or are on sale for 22 and sweatshirts on sale for 30 I think those are at the back table. And if you need a size or something, uh, you can check with Bree. Sign-up sheets will be in the back for T-shirts. And also, if you've been praying and you feel the Lord's pressing in with you to volunteer, to serve... Uh, it's never too late just because there's not a serve campaign going on or a sign-up sheet you can always get with Bree. Um, there's different areas of ministry and serving uh, within the church and volunteering that we would love to have you come alongside. You're going to see some changes and new people um, doing different things, so it's going to be an exciting time as we continue to grow. Um, so we're looking forward to that as well. So with that said, I have um, my wife come up. <coughs> And, um, and then we'll uh, bring the ushers up.
4: Thank you, my love. Isn't he great? Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even pay me to say that, right? He didn't pay me at all. So what we're going to do this morning, how many of you know that we have the best pastors right here <laughs> that you could ever ask for? <laughs> we love them. And... They're just doing it. They're doing the stuff that it takes. They're doing behind the scenes. You wouldn't even know what these guys go through for you. And they do it because they love you. They love you very much. They are always for you, and they're always with you. So they asked me to come up today to do these decrees that we're going to do over you. And you know what decrees are? They're just you're explaining or exclaiming the word of God, right, because it will not come back to you void. Decrees are huge. So when you say with your mouth, the way this works is, you all know computers, right? When you type something into the computer, it goes into the hard drive of the computer, right? Just by the keyboard. Your words are your keyboard, and your heart is the actual hard drive. Does that make sense? So when your mouth says things, it goes into your heart. When I say things, it may not even go into your head. It won't go into your heart. But when your mouth says it, You bury it in your heart because then your heart says, she just said that, and the power of your words will take over, correct? So with that said, you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to ask you guys to stand with me, and we're going to decree together because you're going to say it with your mouth as we go. Well, I'm not just going to read this over you. We are going to proclaim this, and with everything in us, believe that God is good because God is good, and he's faithful to his word, right? This is decrees because if you don't prosper... Your leadership failed you. And that's one thing that this leadership will never do. You have to prosper in every way, right? God says that we will prosper. Deuteronomy 28 says all of those, all of those blessings shall come to you. And it means that you will prosper. The only thing stopping you and that from happening is the words of your mouth. I hate to say that, but so many people lately, because of all the stuff that's going on, I don't know if I'll be able to feed my family much longer. I don't know because of all this. Groceries are so expensive. Everything's so high. Do you not know that you serve a mighty God and that he cares about every one of your thoughts and he cares about what you're going to eat? He fed them manna in the desert. Baby, he hasn't gone anywhere. He hasn't changed. He is for you. And if you don't understand this in the depths of your soul, you're going to start to learn by speaking his word out loud, okay? This is how we learn. We're going to grow together, right? We're going to do this because you deserve it because you're children of the Most High God, because you're faithful in all that you do, because you're here on a Sunday morning when you could be anywhere else in life. I know there's a football game on. I'm not sure who it is. But I think Tennessee likes them. <laughs> but you're not there. You're here to worship God. You're here to worship God because you're a child of God and because your heart is for him. So today we're just going to proclaim his word, and we're going to believe it. As you proclaim it, ask the Holy Spirit to make it real in your heart as you say these words with me, okay? Are you ready? I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that I need are added unto me for my heavenly father knows what I need even before I ask. I do not fear for it is my father's good pleasure to give me the kingdom. kingdom. I acknowledge acknowledge that all my needs needs are met met. according to God's riches riches in glory glory by Christ Jesus. Jesus. Grace and peace peace are multiplied multiplied unto me through me. through the knowledge of God and to Jesus my Lord His divine power power has given me all things things that pertain unto life life and godliness godliness. through the knowledge knowledge of him him who has called me me to glory and virtue. virtue. Blessed be the God God and and Father of my Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed me With every spiritual blessing blessing. in the heavenly places in Christ, Christ. the Lord is a sun sun and a shield to me and And will give me grace and glory. glory. No good thing thing will be withheld withheld from 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 me as I walk uprightly. I choose to sow bountifully, bountifully. therefore Therefore, I will reap bountifully. I I give to the Lord, to to his people, and to the needy, needy, as I purpose purpose, in my heart heart, to give. give. I do not give grudgingly grudgingly or out of compulsion, compulsion. For for my God loves a cheerful giver. God makes all grace grace abound towards me me, that I always have enough enough for all things things, so that I may abound abound unto every good work. work. The Lord supplies supplies seed for me to sow sow. and bread for my food. food. He He also supplies and multiplies my seed seed for sowing sowing, and he increases increases the fruits of my righteousness righteousness. I am enriched enriched in everything unto great abundance abundance, which brings much thanksgiving thanksgiving to God God. I bring all of my tithes tithes into into the Lord's storehouse so that there is meat in his house And as a result, result, he opens up up the windows of heaven heaven. and pours out a blessing. He He rebukes the devourer devourer for my sake sake, so that he does not destroy the fruits of my ground ground. and and neither does my vine cast its grapes Before the time, time. all the nations, all the nations, all the nations nations shall call me blessed blessed. for I shall have have a delightful delightful life. life. That's a period after that. I am blessed blessed. because I consider the the poor, because I give freely to the poor. I will never want. My righteousness endures forever. forever. I remember the Lord my God. God. For it is he he who gives me me the power, power. favorite verse, Deuteronomy, to create wealth wealth. so that he may confirm confirm his covenant. covenant. Because Jesus Christ, Christ, my my Savior, diligently, Listened to the voice of God God. and obeyed all of the commandments. The The Lord will set me high high. above all the nations of the earth earth. and all the blessings of the kingdom kingdom. shall come upon me and overtake me. me. Christ became poor poor. so that through his poverty poverty I become rich. THE LORD INCREASES ME A thousandfold MORE THAN I HAVE, AND BLESSES ME, JUST AS HE HAS PROMISED. HE PROSPERS EVERYTHING I PUT MY HAND TO. I ABOUND IN PROSPERITY. THE LORD EMPOWERS ME TO WORK PROVISIONAL MIRACLES IN HIS NAME. I WITNESS MIRACLES. of multiplication multiplication, debt cancellation cancellation, and increase increase. jesus came came. so that i would have life in its abundance i I am very blessed blessed and favorite of god and God. and and have called to be a blessing to others Father God, I ask you now to seal that, Lord, seal that. In this congregation, in this church, Lord, we stand on your word. I don't care what the world says, Father God. The sky is not falling, and we are not chicken little. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, I declare and I proclaim that your kingdom will arise. Not only arise, but we will prosper when it seems absolutely uncertain to the world, because Psalms 91 says, Father God, that you are already doing this for us, Father God. You are already doing this, Lord, that she who dwells in the secret place of the Most High and he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High We'll rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Lord, we're in your shadow, and that is a huge shadow. So, Lord, we're trusting you today. Not only with our finances, but with our spiritual progress. Lord, we want to go further in you than the world says we can. And we want to bring heaven to earth. So thank you, Father God, for the kingdom of God is here and it's now and it manifests. We declare that every curse, everything that prohibits this in our families and in our lives be broken now. We thank you, Father God, that only the blessing of Abraham can follow us in our line from this day and forever because your word says it. And Lord, we are a people of your word. We love your word. And we stand on that word today. So bless Every hearer of this, Father God, abundantly. And we stand with you, Jesus. We are going forth and not back. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings of prosperity over us in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm
5: going to move this mic right here before I step right on it. I am, um, man, it, it wasn't that good. If you love that, hey, I'm, I'm going to get our ushers to pass the basket. Yeah, come on. Praise God. Praise God. Come on. Yeah. Our ushers just to pass the basket this morning, and uh, we're going to receive our tithes and offerings. But um, So I just want also you to understand, too, the things that she just read uh, is, is are that we just repeated with our lips is all scripture. Every bit of what we just said, it's Patricia King. If you're wondering where that decree book came from, that's a Patricia King book. If you want to order it online, there are, there are decrees that we can, you can decree for your family and decrees that you can d- decree over, um, just over circumstances. There's decrees that you can decree over, uh, your generations, over things that have happened in, uh, in your past and over your mind, over your walk, over your calling. Um, man. It's powerful. It's like whenever we just start speaking the word of God to our circumstances and speaking the word of God, man, it just penetrates our minds. Uh, You know, some of us, I want to tell you that we got to start having a little bit more fun at church. Can I get a witness? Man, I mean you know this morning, like you know, the donuts came through the door and we got excited, amen. Like like donuts showed up, Krispy Kreme came through the door, and I mean it was like excitement came into the house. And I want to tell you something, some of you came and that was a blessing for some of you, but I'm gonna tell you something else. There there's some spiritual food that we're about to eat, amen. It's like some of us came and listen, the donuts are gonna bless some of us, that's sure. That's gonna that's and I'm not sure what's going on with 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 me either. I just gotta tell you my own my own thing going on. Evidently, like two weeks ago was fat bear season. Did y'all know that? I never knew that was such a thing, but it was like they eat everything they can. So I started working out again. While I built my house, I took some time off and evidently my body thinks it's bulking time. Like I'm not sure what's going on. And then the two donuts I ate a minute ago, like affirm that to my body. So I I mean, I gotta, I gotta get that under control, but I'm working out like a bandit. I just got to get my I got I got Still searching for the abs, T. Still searching for the abs, my man. So, um, hey, listen, there, there is um, if you need a fresh anointing, listen, I, I got I got two of them right here. Somebody. Shannon, can you help me? So look. if, if you if you came, and you need fresh oil this morning. Raise your hand. There's two of you. Come on. Raise your hand. Fresh oil. Come on. Two of you right there. She's going to pass it out. So um, be blessed in the name of Jesus. I want to give that to you as a gift this morning. Um, yeah, that's good. I want to tell you too, this is Trent Arthur. This is my son. He's my armor bearer. Y'all, y'all, y'all give Trent some encouragement. Trent is right there. Can I, I want to, I want to tell you something this morning, Ben behind me. Come on, come on, Ben, give me a rumble back there. Come on, Ben, come on. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. We got to start having a little bit more fun at church. Amen. We're going to come on. I, I listen. My armor bearer is here. Amen. And I just want y'all to hear something. Like, I think in our lives, and this is totally free of charge, this has nothing to do with what, what, what God wants to give us this morning, but it really does also. It's, this is free of charge. But I, too many of us are looking for God to do a miracle in your life for something that you don't have, but God's going to do a miracle in your life through what you already have. Can I get a witness? Ah. See, see, you're looking, you're you're waiting on God to add something unto you, but it's just like the miracle of the five thousand. Jesus asked them, he, you know, he, they said, "How are we going to feed all these people?" And Jesus' question was, "Well, what do you have? What do you have? Because I'm about to do a miracle to what you got." Huh. We need to quit looking. For what we don't have, when he quit looking for God to add something to us, because what we have is all God's, listen, God's not going to, he's not going to bust the miracle out of something that you don't already have. God is going to bring a miracle through something in your life that you don't expect. And what you have is enough because you got Jesus. Yeah. Well, so this morning I just, um, man, we just kind of have more fun. We've got to have more fun. We, we, we got, we've got to quit being tight-lipped, and, and, and there, there's this expectation. I'm going to tell you, too, I had an extra cup of coffee. When the donuts came in, I drank another cup of coffee. I don't know if it's going to make me sweat or it's going to make me run. It might make me do both. I might sweat and run. Ah. A couple weeks ago, we were um, – hey, who uh, – listen, man, I don't know where to start. I'm so excited. Pull it together, Brad. Pull it together. Ah. Hey, so th- the men's day, Rick didn't tell y'all, but listen, we're going to have a men's shooting day. It's November the 11th. If you like to shoot guns and have fun, somebody say amen. Ah. Yeah, they're, listen, we're going to have the the Murphys have a place up in White House, and I'm telling you, they, they're they going to allow us to use that, and we're going to have um, all kinds of different uh, competitions, and shooting, and ammos, and guns, and like, there's going to be, it's going to be an awesome day, it's going to be a Saturday afternoon, and I, I just want you to know, man, my armor bearer's fired up over here. <laughs> yeah man I'm excited about that the our women have been coming together on Saturday but we're we're praying for connection and for unity and um we're we're the the series of teaching that we're in now is called connected to the vine I think we have a slide for that but connected to the vine is is all about this teaching in John 15. We're not going to turn there this morning, but I just want to remind you that that Jesus says that apart from him, we can do nothing, that he is the vine and we are the branch and that, that our father in heaven is the master gardener. And I want to just, I just want to remind you too, that, that, that God, even the things that produce fruit, that God is, is, is trimming, even the things that are producing fruit. So if there's something that you're losing or something that's falling away in your life, I want to encourage you this morning that even the things that are producing, fruit God is going to bring about change in your life he's going to give you things in your life and some of the things that 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 are even producing fruit are going to are going to fall away they're going to they're going to change because God is bringing more fruit he's bringing more fruit tell your neighbor he's bringing more fruit He's bringing more fruit and he's the master gardener. It's what he does. And, and sometimes it's, it's, it's messy. You know, I, I love to like the gardener. Every time I'm out there and I'm pulling weeds, I'm like, man, this is like my heavenly father. You know, whenever I'm allowing him to get in there and he's grabbing things and he's not pulling off, he's not just trimming the top of them roots and nasty old things in there. He's getting down in the bed and he's grabbing them by the root and he's pulling them out. Can I get a witness? Ah, <sighs> that's who the master gardener is. He's He's given us everything we need through Jesus and Jesus is the vine and we are the branch and we're, we're bearing fruit and our father in heaven is, is he's looking at you. I want to tell you too, if you feel unseen this morning, right? If you feel like you're, you're hidden from him or you're, you know, like you you feel like the sun hadn't been hitting you in the face in a while. I just want to I want to encourage you that the Father in heaven is looking over you and he is looking at the fruit in your life and he is loving you and and he's just waiting. It's like even when you get up in the morning, he's he's waiting on you to to to, to get up and he's going, Oh, she's awake. Oh, he's awake. Today, today is a new day. And I just want you to know that that the Father in heaven is amazed and he just loves you and and as we're connected to the vine jesus t- says in john 15 that that apart from him we can do nothing but if we remain in him and just as we decreed earlier his his word remains in us when we remain in him and his word remains in us that we can ask whatever it is that we wish and it'll be given for us right in, in john 15:7, he says ask whatever you wish because it's according to the word because whenever i'm full of his word it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And just as we said it earlier, I mean, it's powerful. Like there's, I mean, I'm telling you, there's this morning, I didn't know whether I wanted to fall forward or fall backwards this morning. I'm I'm like over there swaying, my wife's about to fall down. And I'm just telling you the glory. Some of us came here this morning, and I want to tell you, there is there is something for you in this house this morning. Amen. There's something for you in this house. Right. God's got a word for you this morning. And when we're connected to the vine, God has... You know, um, we, we were learning a couple of weeks ago in, in Matthew chapter 12 that, that, that in order us to, to bear fruit, that we have to be full of the Spirit of God. That in us is God's Holy Ghost. And because of that, listen, people know good fruit. And whenever we're full of ourselves, right, people see it. When we're full of pride or we're full of anger or we're full of animosity, when we're full of judgment, when we're full of division, people see it and they sense it. But God, let me tell you something. When God gives us his Holy Spirit and we yield to the Spirit of God, that's when the fruit is going to start coming into your life. Can I get a witness? Huh? It's good. God's going to give you a miracle through what you have already. God's going to give you a miracle. I told Trent, I said, Trent, he said, I don't know how to play the piano. I don't know how to play the organ, Dad. I said, it doesn't matter because God's going to give you a miracle through what you have. He's going to work a miracle through you, son. He's going to do in you what you've never seen before. And it's not going to take something that you don't have. It's going to take faith in what you do have. It's going to take belief that I must stay connected to him, and I'm going to be grounded with him. And that's what I'm going to teach you today. I want to teach the word today is that, that, that you're going to build a life upon God. You're going to build a life on him, building a life with God. And I don't mean like a little house. I'm talking about a mansion. I'm talking about a house that listen, it, you, you can't knock it down. you can't even wrap your mind around it. It's one of them houses when you see it on the internet, you're like, whoo, Lord, who lives in that house? I want to tell you something this morning. it's you. You live in that house. It's your house. It's your house. God wants you to build a house. A building a life with God. Let's put that on the, on the, on the, um, on the board there. You know, I, w- I want to tell you this morning that building a life with God means that we come to church even when there's a Tennessee Titans football game on Sunday morning. Amen? If, if we put things before him, if we decide that things are above or more important than God, then we're building a life on that. We're not building a life on him. If we're going to build a life on God, that means upon the rock. If we're going to build a life with God, that means that we live with him. We dwell with him. We do what he says. We, we understand his word. We believe in the shelter. We believe in his protection, his provision. We are building a life with him. It doesn't mean that we come and we go. It means that we dwell in the shelter of the Almighty. Huh? You know, this this week, um, who, who likes that crisp air outside? Anybody? Man, some of you, y'all can't really decide. You don't know whether you're going to turn the heat on. You don't know, am I? you know, what's happening outside? Am I supposed to, do I roll the window down? Do I turn the air off? What do I do? Like, I'm not sure. Do I, hot chocolate? Do I still go iced coffee? Do I go, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I'm confused. What am I doing here? In the morning, it's 40. In the evening, it's 75. I mean, it's a 40-degree it's a swing. You know, at lunchtime, you're shedding layers, amen? There's something that happens. I mean, you never lose more shirts than you do this time of year, amen? Like, you go to your car, you got four jackets in the back seat. Come out every morning, you're freezing to death because the, your coat's already in the car. You know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, there's something in the air. It's, it's nostalgia. I mean, I'm telling you, there's something. It's like when this comes, and I know y'all know what I'm talking about. There's something that comes in. There's something that comes into your life whenever the fall and the, when this new season comes. And I'm gonna tell you something. Did I mention that our Father in Heaven's the Master Gardener? Right. That the, that when the leaves fall and these things they fall away. You know why? Because the things because he's about to bear more fruit. There's new things coming. There's a new season coming. Amen. I, I love that. Come on, Luke. Got an amen in the back. Huh. I want to tell you. I mean, the, these leaves and the crisp air, and it's like the holidays are coming. But I, I want to tell you that too. That there's there's things in our life. Me and Trent, we used to we used to build old cars, and that part of my life is mostly over. I, I may have one more. I'm not sure. I'm. I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm still. My wife says no. Yeah. She said, "If I ever buy a Corvette, I'll sleep in it. I can hardly get in a Corvette, so I probably ought not get it." Yeah, <laughs> what are y'all laughing at? That's not funny. But you know it, the the nostalgia, the nostalgia of the uh, of the crisp air and the things. You, you ever see them old cars? Because some of y'all are a little a little you know da- what's a ma- uh, mature is the, wor- is the word I'm looking for. Mature. But it's like you see an old car and you're like, man, it takes you right back to a place, right? You see a car, you're like, man, I remember it's like high school or you remember being a child or being on the front seat or the back seat or some of you, you know, are, are, are from a time where you used to lay on the back dashboard of a car while it was going down the road. How about a picture, right? Sometimes in this time of year, it's, it's, it's kind of that same nostalgia. You ever look at a picture and then immediately your mind goes right back to that place, This morning I want you to understand that, you know, nowadays we, we have these photographs and nowadays we have the internet and nowadays we have uh, so many more, so much, you know, more at our fingertips uh, than, than in the context of the scriptures. When we, when we see um, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, let's turn there in Matthew chapter 7. If you have a Bible, turn to Matthew 7, and, and, and what I want us to understand is, before we read this, in the context in which Jesus is teaching, this nostalgia, this understanding of, of going to a place in an instant, the people that were listening could go there. Listen, they, they learned from a young age. They could they memorized the Torah, the books of Moses. They The first five books of the Bible, they would memorize those before they were even middle school age every single week they would they would hear and they would read the the, the 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 scriptures that were read of the of the major prophets they they knew the word and listen they could remember they had these this graphic memory of of the word and so as jesus was teaching y'all are y'all with me as Jesus was teaching, as he, as he taught what I believe is the most powerful sermon ever, the Sermon on the Mount, as he was teaching these things, he, he was speaking in, in these ways that, that they would remember, just like that old car that, that you see. And, and listen, they didn't even have cars back then. They didn't have the photographs that we had. They didn't have these things. Their minds were going to a place immediately as he would teach. They were going to that nostalgia. They, they, I mean, it was immediate as he was teaching that the scriptures would come alive, that he would teach. Can I tell you that Jesus is God, that he took on flesh and he dwelt among us, that as God was speaking his word, as he was speaking to them, it was becoming alive. So y'all look at this right here, and I'm going to, can we stand together in honor of God's word this morning? I'm going to read this. This is uh, about 15 verses. I'm going to read them, and then we're going to pray, and we'll be seated. So it says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life, and few will find it. Be on guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly. It's all about what's on the inside, ladies and gentlemen. Can you say that to your neighbor? It's about what's on the inside. It's about what's on the inside. It's about what's on the inside that God cares about doesn't matter the way it appears. But inside, they're like raging wolves. Verse 16, you'll recognize them by their fruit. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit. Neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire so that you'll recognize them by their fruit. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out demons in your name? Didn't we do miracles in your name? And then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. Therefore, verse 34, or 24, say that word with me, therefore, Say it again. Therefore. Therefore. Say it again. Therefore. Therefore. Jesus is pointing at this point back to all the words that he had just said. He's saying to them, therefore, because of all of these things that I've just taught you, because there's a wide and narrow road, because good trees produce good fruit and bad trees produce bad fruit, because there are false teachers, because there are people that are out there that have bad motives. They may look like they have great motives, but on the inside, they are inwardly focused. They care about themselves. Beware of them. And because of that, therefore, everyone who hears... These words of mine act on them and be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blow and pounded the house, but it doesn't collapse. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because his foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house and it collapsed and it collapsed with a great crash. And when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching because he was teaching them like one who had authority and not like the scribes. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for new and fresh revelation this morning. Father, we thank you for the nostalgia. We thank you, Lord, that we can have new memories, that you can give us new revelation, new visions, that we can understand what it means to build our house upon you, Jesus. And we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, Amen. You can be seated. I want to just tell you this morning, that whenever Jesus says, therefore, when he says, therefore, in verse 24, he's not just talking about the, wor- the, the words that I just spoke. He's talking, it's, it, it's like an invitation. It's an invitation for the Sermon on the Mount. He's saying, therefore, all the things, all the things that I have just taught you, all the things that I have just spoken over you, all of these things, when you do these things, you will be like a wise man that builds his house upon the rock. I want to tell you this morning, too, that Jesus is all we need to bear fruit. Jesus is all we need to bear fruit. You know, there, there's this place, listen to me, and, and I think sometimes we're looking for this, this deeper, deeper, deeper meaning, but I want to tell you something else. There, there's a lot of meaning right on the surface, and I'm going to tell you something, the most valuable things you've got to dig, dig deep for, but don't miss the things that are right there on the surface. It takes both. When Jesus is speaking, it's like, you know, in our minds, we're like, well, I'm not a Bible scholar brother Brad I really don't understand what does he mean when he says well you know I prophesied in your name I did miracles in your name I you know I ministered in your name Jesus is saying you listen to me you can do all the things that you want to do out here you can do things that appear where people can see you you know he talks about the the scribes out there praying and they're praying so that everyone can see but instead that's not what the people of God do we pray when nobody can see us because we're houses of prayer we're building our house upon him we pray when nobody else can see us pray (sighs) we're building our house we are building a house upon the rock and Jesus is all we need Jesus says listen to me we're the light of the world you know that he begins in his invitation he says narrow is the road that leads to life and few will find it, but wide is the road. And let me tell you something. What's the, I don't know what that nostalgia brings in your mind in the current context, but it ain't hard to see the wide road that people are going down. Instead of us opening our Bibles and reading the word and filling our heads full of this, we're we're staring into a into a phone, into a device that on the very back of that phone has a has an apple on the back with a bite taken out of it. Can I get a witness? Can it woo! Can it who can it can it get can it get any clearer? Sometimes God'll put the writing right on the wall. Look at the surface, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, we're all guilty of it, but it's time for us to repent and change our ways. Start looking into the word of God, seeing these things as a reflection of, of who God is and who God wants us to be on the inside. that we're the light of the world we're the salt of the earth we're not like everybody else that we walk in things and we believe things and we say things we don't respond like everybody else we're the ones that let me tell you something we pray we believe we give we don't worry we go the extra mile he teaches all these things in the the sermon on the mount right he's teaching that that's who we are That we're not the ones that are going after somebody out of revenge. We're not going after somebody because we need, you know, he says, whenever somebody slaps that cheek, give him your other one. That's who we are. We're different than the world. But in this, in the the invitation, he says, wide is the road that leads to destruction. It's this place that that there's no fruit in it. Whenever we're only in this life for ourselves, when we're in this life for, listen, it's self-righteousness. And he's talking to the scribes and the Pharisees more than anybody in the Sermon on the Mount. You know, he, he keeps on saying, you have heard it said, but I tell you. You have heard it said, but I tell you. He's describing the teaching of the scribes and the Pharisees. And for years, for thousands of years, the teachers, the respected teachers and the, the rabbis had been, that had followings, huge followings, and they had been teaching the people. But on the inside, they were broken. And that's what he says, you lawbreakers, because, listen, on the outside, we can look like we have it all together. But on the inside, whenever we're only self-righteous and self-reliant and full of pride and full of self-arrogance and full of self-righteousness, those things will never get us to heaven. The only thing that will get us to heaven is a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is all we need to bear fruit. You know, I mean, I I I could go on with, I mean, I got to move on, but I'm telling you, I could go on about this for a long time. He talks about judgment on the Sermon on the Mount. They were so full of judgment. The scribes and the Pharisees, they would walk around. They were holier than thou, and and listen, but they would judge everyone else. They thought that they had it all together, but Jesus is saying, listen, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. In the Sermon on the Mount he says, hey, you know, how dare we go out here and accuse someone else or tell someone else or judge someone else? He says, no, don't try to remove the speck from your brother's eye, but but remove the telephone pole that's that's sticking out of yours. And then you can go and you can help someone else. But the people of God, we're not we're not people that walk around judging. We're givers without anxiety, without worry. He's talking about the religious hypocrites. He's, he Look at Matthew 23, verses 27 and 28. Let me tell you something. He's he, In Matthew 23, he's letting the Pharisees and the Sadducees have it. He's telling them, woe to you, woe to you, woe to you. He talks about their pride. He talks about their judgment. He tells them, he says, listen, you have tipped the scale towards judgment, but let me tell you something. Judgment is not what you want. What you want is justice, and I have come in the name of justice, that there could be mercy and there could be grace, and you are walking around and when all you want is judgment when judgment comes you don't want it because you on the inside are wretched woe to you scribes and pharisees verse 27 hypocrites you're like a whitewashed tomb that appears what beautiful on the outside but on the inside you're full of uh, you're 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 full of the bones of the dead and every kind of impurity if you look back at uh, just a few verses we're not going to go there but I'm gonna tell you he calls them blind he says they're full of greed they're full of self-indulgence they are full of the things that will that will line their pockets and line their lives and lift themselves up he says that they are uh, that that they are um Neglect in the important matters of the law, which are justice, mercy, and faithfulness. Guys, I just want you to understand this morning. When he talks about hypocrites, when he talks about whitewashed tombs, when he talks about appearance of the outside, when he, when he says in the Sermon on the Mount, he says, listen, woe to you. And then, and then, and then, on that day when you come into the into the heavenlies, and you and you ask, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy? Didn't we drive out demons in your name? And he says, Apart from me, I will announce to you. I never knew you, because guys, let's go back to building our house with God. Let's go back to that. That I think it's the second slide, Jim. Building a life with God. Guys, the, the Lord gave me this this vision Let's just let's bow our heads for just for a second. Just right where you are. Yeah. So, Father, I just want to push back and just deactivate anything from the highest principality to the lowest level of demonic. Anything that would try to hinder, block, stop what the word is that you have this morning, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are penetrating the hearts in this room with your truth. And Father, I just ask that you would continue just to speak to us this morning. Any confusion. Lord, I thank you that even when we look at the inside, that it changes our it changes our lives. The Father, when we look on the inside, I, this is, this is nobody in this house uh, coming against. And I know that that's what the enemy wants us to believe that 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 this is that that that. There's a threat of us not knowing you or that you're that, that we're being condemned to hell or that we would that Lord you would announce to us that, that you never knew us that's not what it's about Lord we thank you that we can build a life with you that we can I proclaim it Lord I decree it and declare it in this house Lord that we are a house that is standing upon the rock that is Jesus Christ that we will say yes to Jesus that we will put Jesus first in our lives that we will not be full of hate and malice and Lord that we wouldn't be the ones that would come to church. And Father say the great things decreed with over people, or or even uh, prophesy over people, Lord, and then go down here to to the grocery store at Kroger and try to cut people off with our buggy and and, and give people dirty looks, or that we would, uh, you know be competing or lord that we would be self-righteous father that would not be the people of new heights lord that we would be people that lord believe that we build a life with you father we thank you that we choose jesus we thank you lord that we are building a life with you god and we only do it through one means and that is the our lord and savior jesus christ and all god's people said amen so what i saw was What I saw was God gathering, y'all listen to me, God was gathering all of his words. Y'all got to imagine, this is powerful and I want to take you back there so when you hear these words, when Jesus is... You know, he is is calling out the religious spirit. He is calling out the things that have always been done. Jesus is speaking to those religious spirits in the room, and he's saying, listen to me, woe to you. But he's also saying in in a breath, he's gathering up all the words that he spoke because God breathed every word of the the Bible, the holy word of God. He breathed, and let me just tell you, I saw this picture as as he is summing up the sermon. On the mound, and he's given this invitation, if you will, and he gathers up all of his words, and then he just breathes them out again over the people that are standing there listening. And it's like they're, and it's like Revelation just is coming to their house. Revelation is coming to their house. Revelation is coming to their house. They're, they're, I mean, they're, and that's why it says in the very end, go to those last two verses, Jen, in verses twenty-seven or twenty-eight and twenty-nine. It says when he had finished saying these things the crowds were astonished at his teaching guys it was god he was just whoosh, whoosh. god through through his son jesus he was there in the flesh and and he was gathering all the words from the old testament gathering all the words from the torah gathering all the words and the things that that had been taught through the prophets and prophesied for hundreds and thousands of years and he was just reestablishing those words and whoosh, can you imagine being there As he breathed out? I want to give you some examples in Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28 verses 16 and 17 says, Therefore the Lord God said, these are the words of God through the prophet Isaiah. Look, I have laid a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure, a sure This is the words of the Lord. I have laid a new foundation, a sure foundation, a precious cornerstone. The one who believes will be. ah. Verse 17. And I will make justice my measuring line and righteousness the Masons level. And hell will sweep away the false refuge and water will flood your hiding place. Guys, I want you to just hear and just see with me it, it, there's this place and, and even as like these verses when you read them, even Ephesians starts to make sense. when he talks about the, 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 the shield of faith, but I want to tell you something else when he says the breastplate of righteousness, he says that he's God says, I will make the justice the measuring line. is there do you have that slide of the scale? As he tips the scale. Because what happens is, on the side of judgment, we get God's wrath. But on the other side, when justice comes... God came himself through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, he would pay the penalty. He would pay the price for our sins. Because I want to tell you something. When we stay in the law, which we could never fulfill on our own, we are condemned through judgment because God's wrath is coming whether we like it or not. But through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, justice comes. And Come on, praise God. Justice comes, and let me tell you something, it doesn't come to your house, it came to Jesus' house because God's mercies, forgiveness, and grace fill that side and it tips the scale so that God's wrath no longer has to come to your house. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at um, Ezekiel. I'm going to I'm gonna come back to Isaiah in just a second but Ezekiel since they have led my people astray he's talking about the false prophets are condemned i mean this is what jesus is breathing these words right back out ezekiel 13 verse 10 since they had led my people astray by saying peace when there is no peace since a flimsy wall is being built they're plaster it with whitewash therefore Tell those plastering it with whitewash that it will fall. Torrential rain will come, and I will send hailstones plunging down, and a whirlwind will be released. When the wall has fallen, will you not be asked, where is the whitewash that you plastered upon the wall? So this is what the Lord God says. I will release a whirlwind of my wrath. Torrential rain will come down in anger and hailstones will fall in my destructive fury. I will demolish the wall that you plastered with whitewash and I'll knock it to the ground so that its foundation is exposed. The city wall will fall and you will, de- and you will be destroyed within it. Then you will know that I am with the Lord. That I am the Lord. And after I exhaust my wrath against the wall and against those who plastered it with whitewash, I will say to you, the wall is no more. And neither are those who plastered it. Those prophets of Israel who prophesied to Jerusalem and saw a vision of peace for her when there was no peace. This is the declaration of the Lord God. So that there, there's this there's this picture, and guys, I got it's it's hard for me to draw it for you, but I want to try to get you to where the Lord took me the other day. He, he was saying, "Listen, that we have to have um, the full armor of God," and he says that there's that they had they had been teaching them that there was peace when there was no peace because it was like a whitewash on the outside of our uh, of our temple. But listen, what really came through Jesus? Now go back to Isaiah 28 and verse 16. was righteousness. He says, I, I have laid a stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, who, who belie- and the one who believes in him, Jesus, will be unshakable. Now, verse 17. In righteousness, look what it says, and I will make justice the measuring line because because uh, um, mercy and grace comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and righteousness will be the Mason's level. And guys, let me just un- understand this. Through our, through our own righteousness, we will We'll never get to heaven the only way that we get to heaven is through our lord and savior through our relationship with jesus our righteousness only comes through him can i get a witness and, and uh, yes but he says that listen outside of that hell will sweep away any false refuge so now let's go back to the sermon on the mount And we're going to end, I'm going to, I got one more I want to share with you before we go. But I want to start right here in therefore verse 24. Matthew 7:24. there it is. Therefore, anyone who hears the words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. Verse 25, the rain fell, the rivers rise and the winds blow and it pounds the house, yet it does not collapse because the foundation is on the rock. Can we give, just take a praise break. Can we just give the Lord, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, somebody grab the house lights for me. Right there, the sideways switches. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm gonna end with this, and we're gonna have a little fun. If you want to have a little fun, say amen. amen. So can I just tell you in this house, it's okay and, and, um, to hoot and holler and to just to have fun and um give me a little rumble back here, Ben. Come on, Trent, come on a little bit. Just a little yeah, come on. <laughs> amen. There it is. But the Lord showed me, and listen, this it's not by chance. It is not by chance. That y'all, have y'all heard the story? Do y'all recall um, the day that the sun st- st- uh, stood still? Do y'all remember that? Anybody? The day the sun stood still. Do y'all remember yesterday? Anybody remember yesterday when the sun and the moon and it's like the sun forbear to shine? And it was like the ring of fire. Anyway, let me just tell you something. It's not by chance that we're here today, and that the Lord wants to end with this. But I'm telling you, as they as they. As they heard Jesus teach the foundations and the ones that built their house upon the rock, that when the hailstorm came, when the winds blew, when the rain fell, when the wrath of God comes, help me somebody. See, I think that, listen, what, what we hear... Rains came, winds blew, but my house was built on you. And I, and listen, I want to tell you, there's a lot of rains and wind, and there's a lot of worrying, and I want to tell you something. God gave us a promise to the prophets Isaiah, to the prophet Ezekiel. He said, I'm gonna send my righteousness a trusted cornerstone and I'm going to build the house upon him and the one who believes in him will be unshakable. And when my wrath comes, the ones who are built and have whitewashed tombs, the ones who on the outside look like they are above the law are actually lawless and it's on that day where they will be told away from me you evil doers because upon your own righteousness and upon your own beliefs and upon your own works you can never get to where God is only through a relationship through the one who Jesus sent and I will send down my hailstorm I will send down my rain I will send down those floods I will send down the things from heaven and my what my Wrath will wipe out all of the whitewashed tombs. All of those things will fall to the ground. And everything that they have established, their city will fall, but heaven will reign through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, forever. Yeah. <sighs> Rain came, when blew, my house was built on you. You got you to punch that pedal boy and stay on it that's good but in Joshua chapter 10 y'all listen to this and we're going to go y'all listen to this in Joshua chapter 10 the, the day that the sun stood still Joshua had already taken the city of Ai the city of Jericho he, he was at the city of Gilgal when he came into the promised land. All the Israelites were there, all the people of Israel, all the people of God. They were in the city of Gilgal, but there was, there was this new city that was about to be taken, and it was the city of Gibeon, like Gideon, but the D is a B. Anybody heard of the city of Gibeon? The city of Gibeon was the city where, listen to this, where, where the, the, the temple was set up for God. That's the desert city where the tabernacle of God existed. And Joshua and the Israelites were about to to take that city and listen all of the cities around them there were 5 cities around them who said listen the the, the, the Israelites the people of God have already taken I they've already taken Jericho now Gibeon is going to go in uh, in under their under their reign and under their rule the the people of God are, are about to take over all of these things so listen all of the cities around Gibeon they came against Gibeon and they started to invade Gibeon and they said we're going to take out Israel we're going to take out the Israelites. But listen, the people of Gibeon called back to Joshua. And can I tell you what Joshua means in the Hebrew? Yeshua. Jesus. They called back to the city of Gilgal. Huh? You know what Gilgal means? A stone that's rolled away. They call back to Yeshua. And the stone is rolled away. And listen, the the Bible says that they came all night from Gilgal. They came all night. Listen, the people of of Israel, the people of God, they marched all night in. They were outnumbered. There were five cities. There were were five times as many soldiers as there were Israelites. But God told Joshua, he said, Fear not because I've already given them into your hands. Do not fear these people. You go and you take the city because the city is yours. The The tabernacle of God is yours, My presence is yours. (sighs) When they got there the next morning, it says that the Israelites came in and they were battling all the people in the city of Gibeon. And listen, they, they they were slaying them, but something miraculous happened. You know what it was? Rain came, wind blew. But my house was built on you. It says that God caused a hailstorm to come. And the hail came. And it says that more of those soldiers that were coming against God's people were plundered by the hail, that it drove them back, and it drove them back, and it drove them back, that it went backwards from city to city, from city to city, it kept on driving them back, that more men and soldiers perished from the hailstorm than, than perished by the sword of the Israelites. Because God's wrath will kill anything that comes against his people. The wrath of God. Can I get a rumble? Anybody back there? Come on. Ah, ah. That sounds like Rick's used to coming on the trapeze. Ta-da. Can I tell you something? Now you can't picture anything but Rick coming through off the crop. Can I, can I just encourage you this morning? Y'all, listen, we're going to finish with this. I'm going to ask our worship team to come too. In our, in our lives, in our lives, I need to ask a question. And and the question is, what are we building our lives upon? That's where we are this morning. I just want to encourage you this morning. What are we building our life on? The Word says in Ephesians that that, that we've got to have our belt on, and our belt is is the truth. Our belt is, and listen, in in the armor of God, the belt is what everything else is attached to. And the breastplate of righteousness that is on, the helmet of salvation that is on, the peace that's upon our feet, it all starts making sense when we... Know that we stand on a firm foundation that is Jesus Christ, that nothing else is going to win the battle. Nothing else is going to fight for us like our Jesus. That the sword of the Spirit of God, that, listen, that that the sword that we would walk in the Spirit, that we would walk with the Word, that we would know, that we would know the truth. That we will be girded. That we will be fully trusting in Him. That even when we're called home, whenever whenever we leave this life on this earth, I want to tell you something, Church. You may look around and say, "You know what? This world, man, it's going to, you know, wear in a handbasket." But I want to tell you something. There's a new world that's coming. There's a new earth that heaven is coming and I'm getting a new body. And you're getting a new body. This morning, I just want us to realize that you know what? Maybe I've been a little bit distracted. Maybe maybe I've been putting my faith in the wrong place. Maybe maybe I have, maybe I've been chasing after the, the wrong thing. But today, I want us to realign ourselves and 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 put our faith in jesus put our faith back where it belongs that, that listen we we can realign ourselves and just like the prodigal son whenever we turn away from our wicked ways and turn away from the things that we've been chasing after and we come home our, we have a father that's here with his arms held wide and he's ready to restore you can i get a witness This morning, I want you to hear something too. That no matter how big the enemy looks, there could be five, ten, 20 times this he may look like Goliath he may be so big it may be like five cities to one just like the cities that were coming against Gibeon but I want to tell you something that all we have to do is call upon the name of Jesus just like in Joshua chapter 12 when we call upon the name of uh, of Yeshua when we say Yeshua listen we need you because we're under attack we need you to come because it looks like we're outnumbered it doesn't matter because it says before the sun comes up the following." day that Jesus will be there and listen salvation will come to your house that the wrath of God will come and he will annihilate every enemy before you that's what the word of God says so this morning I just want to just in a bold declaration I'm going I'm to be the first one to go but I, I just this morning I want to pray over you But before I do, I want you to come up. If you could just say, you know what, I want to build my house. I want to build my house on the rock. I want to build a life with God. If that's you this morning, I just need you to get up out of your seat. And I need you to come down to the altar. I need you to come down. It doesn't matter how old, how young, how long you've known. It doesn't matter how long uh, ago you gave your life to Jesus. It doesn't matter how long you've been following. It don't matter how long you've been gone. It doesn't matter how deep of sin you might have been in. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter man, woman or child. I need you to get up out of your seat. I need you to come down. I need you to grab somebody by the hand. Put your hand on somebody else's shoulder because I'm going to tell you something. Even in the beginning God said it's not good for man to be alone you know even when we call out to Jesus when we when we say yes to Jesus when we when we come down into the altar of Jesus when we come down in God's house and we say you know what lord listen i may not have had all my priorities in order i may not have been following you the way i should have maybe on the outside i've made this this whitewash on the outside but lord today is the day that i no longer want to be whitewashed lord i know when your wrath comes that the whitewash is not going to be enough But today is the day that I am putting my faith in you. I'm going to build my house on you, Lord. Just in another act of faith, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask that if if there's anything that you're battling, if there's anything, whether it's sickness, whether it's faith, with with a lack of faith maybe you're battling uh, listen addiction maybe you're battling disease maybe you're battling some kind of a circumstance maybe you're battling in your finances I just want you to lift a hand up to Jesus I want you to reach up to Jesus because listen according to the word he's going to meet you right where you are he's going to meet you right where you are according to the word listen five times it doesn't matter how big he looks it doesn't matter how big the circumstance Jesus is bigger So, Father, I thank you for every person, every foot. Father, I thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. I thank you for the for the feet of peace. I thank you for your word, Father. I thank you that we're girded with your truth, Father. I thank you for the belt. Father, I thank you for the helmet of salvation that is placed upon every head that is up here at your altar this morning, Father. I thank you that even as the hands are raised, Father, I thank you that, that you are calling down hail, that a hailstorm is coming, the rain is coming and the winds are blowing. But, Father, your people here at this altar, we are built upon you and father i just decree and declare according to your word that everything that comes against your people that you're burning them up that lord all of your of our enemies are being slain that every single enemy everything that is coming against your people this morning lord that you are doing a mighty miracle in the name of our lord and savior yeshua jesus christ we thank you father we thank you jesus we thank you jesus can you just say it thank you jesus thank you jesus give somebody a high five right beside you give somebody a high five yes shannon can you pray us out of here
6: God, we bless you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that our victory is in you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, Father God, that we can walk out in faith, Father God, the victory that you have told us is ours, Father God, that we can claim it as our own, Father God, that we don't have to shrink back, Father God, because we are people of the Most High King, and Lord Jesus, we praise you today, Father God, for you are holy, and you are righteous, and you are just, Father God, and we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for everyone here today, Lord Jesus. I pray that you continue to keep your hand upon them, Father God. That they would dwell with you this week, Father God. That they would, um, that they would come into a place, Father God, of just leaning into your chest and saying, "Papa, God." What do you have for me today, Lord Jesus? Thank you for the manna that you've given me. Let us get up and look for the manna and not just take it today, but let us get up daily, Father God, and look for the manna that you have given us, Lord. Let us lean in and press into you, Father God, for all that you have for us. It is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
5: Hey, so One last thing. I'm going to give you one, one last piece of manna before you leave. We all want to pray for Israel. We all want to pray for Israel. I just want to give you some insight. Every enemy of Israel, God is bringing his wrath against, his protection. Let me just tell you something. You need to just pray. And as we pray, we direct our prayers this way. Lord, as those things intensify, let your glory intensify. So let's just be united in prayer this week as you pray for Israel. Just decree and declare in the heavenlies that, Lord, no matter how big the enemy looks, that your glory will rise on the earth. Let his glory rise. Let his glory rise. Let his glory rise. We love you. You're dismissed. Oh, There's shirts in the back. Sign up on your way out. There's shirts in the back. You don't have to put your shirt size. We'll call you.